Welcome to The Dirt Show, brought to you by Napa Auto Parts. And today we're going to hear from National Sprint Car Hall of Fame inductee, Jimmy Sills. We're also going to hear from the Executive Director of the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, Bob Baker, plus Zach Gerhardt from Fairmont Raceway, and our old friend Speed the Sauce Man from Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasonings, right after a few words from our sponsors. Hey, Dirt Show listeners. For over 20 years, Hot Rod Hardware in West Concord, Minnesota, has provided everything to modernize and improve your Hot Rod's performance. Hot Rod Hardware is your specialty aftermarket auto parts go-to solution. From radiators and brakes to suspension, handling, and power. From the drag strip to the street, dirt track to cruise nights, Hot Rod Hardware is your family-owned solution. Check us out at hotrodhardware.com or just call the guys at 507 527 1020, where as they say, no robots, just real people. Does good food get your heart racing? How about food that's prepared to perfection with your favorite sauces and seasonings? Friends, it's me, the Sauce Man, and I'm here to tell you that if you love full throttle flavor, you're going to love our line of premium barbecue sauces and seasonings. Made with high quality ingredients, you can trust our products to punch up the flavor of your favorite meats, main dishes, and so much more. Get winning recipes and join our sauce squad at cookiesbbq.com. And remember, smart cookies use cookies. Let Napa take the guesswork out of finding the right mix of fuel for your outdoor power equipment. This month, stop by your local Napa Auto Parts store or visit Napa online and pick up a 32-ounce container of ready-to-use true fuel engineered fuel and oil starting at just $6.99. Simply open and pour for the perfect mix every time. With true fuel, you'll keep your equipment running its best start after start. Valid at participating Napa Auto Parts stores or Napa online. Offer ends 430-2023 or while supplies last. See store for details. Napa, a proud sponsor of The Dirt Show. If you're in need of a worry-free power lift door, then you'll want to stop and talk with Rod French. Make a statement with a power lift architectural door on your home or cabin. Power lift doors can be retrofitted to fit an existing door opening or designed into your next commercial, agricultural, livestock, or aircraft hangar build. Stylish, functional, and built to last. Power lift doors by French's Manufacturing are made locally in Dodge Center, Minnesota by their experienced craftsmen. Contact Kelly or Rod. Power lift doors by French's Manufacturing. 374-9306. Hi, this is Steve from Coles Electric. Do you have electrical projects in your future? Coles Electric can help. Coles Electric offers industrial, commercial, farm, and residential electrical services in Minnesota and Northern Iowa. We have 24-hour emergency service, design build, automation, underground boring, solar installation, and much more. Coles Electric has a great staff and can assist you with your electrical needs. Look us up at coleselectric.com or call us at 507-451-1387. Let me tell you, friends, about our store. It's a great place we call Miners Outdoor. Miners Outdoor, your total source Husqvarna dealer in Blooming Prairie, has everything your yard needs, from chainsaws, leaf blowers, and weed trimmers to zero-turn mowers and everything in between. That's what being your Husqvarna total source dealer is all about. Stop in today to see the best selection in quality Husqvarna outdoor power equipment. That's Miners Outdoor, Highway 218, Blooming Prairie. Miners Outdoor, Major Tough. Since 1997, Weir's Machine has been innovating the finest products in the racing industry. We also manufacture the Ultra Force Load Machines and develop the Ultra Force Suspension Software, which allows you to take your program to the next level. Be sure to check out the all new Circle Track app, your ultimate go to spot for race team information. Keep track of your maintenance schedule, parts list, car setups, and more. 
Proudly made in the USA, champions across the country choose Weir's Machine, Ultra Force, and the Circle Track app to take them to Victory Lane. Shop now at Weir'sMachine.com, UltraForceTech.com, and the all-new CircleTrackApp.com. Follow us on all of our social media platforms at Weir's Machine. Welcome back to the driver segment here on the Dirt Show, and it is my pleasure today to be joined by National Sprint Car Hall of Fame inductee Jimmy Sills. Last spring, me and my wife took a trip to Charleston, South Carolina, and stopped in Asheville, North Carolina, and toured the Biltmore on the way. What you did in those mountains as a youth, it's amazing that you are still here even to do this interview. Well, yeah, I I had some good times in in North Carolina. Well, when I was growing up in Northern California, and yeah, there were some um, there were some iffy times, and and I'm glad I had somebody looking over me. I had a great angel watching over. I know you mentioned in the book at one time running over a hundred miles an hour through some of the mountain roads, and we had a wreck up in front of us. I think it was on I forty and. They said, rerouting, rerouting, and I'm like, oh, well, okay. So we rerouted. We got to see country and 15-mile-an-hour switchback roads that I don't think a billy goat should have been on, so I can't imagine traveling that speed on those roads. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we had, we had some good times. I think I even talked about, gave a uh, hitchhiker a ride, and uh, not too far into the ride, he asked... <laughs> He has to get out. So I guess the ride wasn't worth the uh, thrill. Dave Argabright books are my favorite. Jack Hewitt, Larry Moore, Brad Doty, and Doug Wolfgang and more. What is it like to sit down with Dave and start retelling your life story? Well, the way me and Dave did it was I wrote several chapters and I would send them to him. And he would send them back, and and we just kind of went back and forth on the computer, and he would send back his changes, and a lot of times I'd go, oh wow, that's cool. I wish I I wished I would have said it that way. And so I wrote a lot of the book, and then he tuned it up and coached me on how to write, and he did a lot of the uh, the technical side, like I didn't remember how many races I'd ran or won. Or, or how many in this state and that state. So he helped a lot with that. So, yeah, he, he was great. And he, he takes what you, what you say, and, and he can really turn it around and make it, it come out in print really well. Racing out of California, the Dirt Cup in Skagit is one of the premier West Coast races. Watching that on MAV TV, that is a tough place to get a win. And you've had multiple victories there. Yeah, Skagit was, uh, that was the big travel race for everybody in Northern California. And gosh, there would be probably 10 to 15 teams would tow up to that race. And uh, it was a fun track to run. And uh, I liked it because it always had a nice big cushion and get up close to the fence and it kind of fit my style. And, you know, and all your friends, we would all be camped out up there. And uh, it, it was just a great three days of racing. 
After a recent trip to the Illinois State Fairgrounds last October for a Silver Crown race, I was fascinated with the strategy. You became a quick learner in that series and won in your second season. Yeah, the, those cars kind of, they fit well. And I tell people, and, and I think I mentioned in the book, that Jack Hewitt was kind of my uh, career coach. I called him one day and I asked him about Silver Crown cars. And he says, you know, he says, they're the most fun cars to drive. You're on a bigger racetrack. You're going fast and you get to be in your car a lot longer. So I uh, got in touch with uh, Bob Consani, who was from Santa Rosa in Northern California. And we decided to uh, run for the points and won the championship. And I was rookie of the year. The first year I ran a, a guy's car from Sacramento, his name was Tex Countryman, a good friend of mine. And we only ran, I think we ran Sacramento and DeCoin and Indianapolis. And I was rookie of the year that year. And so then the next year, we won the championship with Bob Consani's car and kind of went on from there. And uh, drove uh, Gary Stanton's car, uh, George Snyder and A.J. Foyt's car after that. So always had good rides in that series. So that always helped. 1990 came down to the last race of the season in the Silver Crown Series at Eldora. Yeah, um, that was me and Eric Gordon were, uh, we were kind of right there. We were really close in points. And actually, I didn't, I, I was wrecked on the start. Me and Hewitt got together going for the green flag, and it folded the front end up. And so I was standing on the trailer, not wishing Eric Gordon any bad luck but hoping that I would still win the championship and just squeak it out. So, yeah, it was it was kind of a nerve-wracking race to watch, but that was my first championship. You talked about those historic tracks you get to run on the Silver Crown Trail, and when you're out there, you got to have flashes of the legends that have ran there before you go through your head. Oh, yeah, you know, you just look at, turn one at the at the Indiana State Fairgrounds and you see all the barns on the outside. It just takes you back in time, you know, where you're watching A.J. Foyt and, and the answers, you know, sliding those cars through there without any roll cage and narrow tires. And, yeah, there was just so much history in, in that racing. And it's a shame we don't have mild dirt tracks because that's what those cars are really suited for. And, I love what they've been doing with Springfield. They've been keeping the moisture in the track, and DeCoin now is running night races where it helps keep the moisture in the tracks, so it's good hard racing the whole 100 miles. I know that one of the funnest things in racing was hot lapping at Springfield, and then the track would kind of get sealed over, and, and then later on the race get rubbered down. But the most fun was when it was heavy and hot laps. And so now they're uh, they're making the whole race a lot more interesting to watch because of improving the track conditions. Many of the drivers talk about the difference between a slam-bang, 40-lap World of Outlaw feature to a 100-lap Silver Crown race. There's really three races in one, starting the race with a heavy fuel tank and a car that won't steer, then the middle of the race trying to conserve your equipment, and the end of the race actually being there at the end because you can't win if you're not there oh yeah it's yeah so true i mean 
you know, when you're racing a sprint car, it's exactly what the, the name implies. You run 30 or as many as 50 laps as, as hard as that car will go and searching for good racetrack and silver crown, you got to make it last a hundred miles or, or around the half miles, uh, usually a hundred laps or sometimes they were 50 lap races, but yeah, you still had to, to drive it and be thinking about the end of the race instead of just running as hard as you could go. My friend's dad, Johnny Parsons Jr., when you read Pat Sullivan's book, Rolling Thunder, on the Silver Crown Series, he was a great qualifier on those big miles and always seemed to be there at the end when it counted. Yeah, he was really good good at that, and they ran the V6s quite a bit, and those cars were easier on tires because they didn't have explosive horsepower. They were a little bit of... They were a little bit lighter because they had a weight advantage because they were running two less cylinders. And yeah, and, and Johnny's, uh, I mean, his, his, his heritage says that guy's a racer and he up, upheld the Parson name very well. Early in your career, you were tagged as the dirt guy, but you really changed all that when you set the new track record at Milwaukee. Yeah. But, <laughs> Milwaukee was so much fun. Uh, I loved to race there. We were going to win the race that day. We had a tire pick up a piece of rubber on a yellow flag, and and it didn't get scrubbed off well enough. And so the tire started coming apart, and it shook the car so bad that it broke the rear suspension, and we weren't able to finish that race. And that was a race that Eric Gordon won that gave him a big boost in the point championship that year. Winning the Golden State 100 in California in front of your home crowd, what do you remember about that? Uh, it was, yeah, I mean, because you were in front of your home crowd, and, and that was the only time, you know, your friends or and family in, in your area got to see you race those type of cars. So uh, it was really special in that, and especially if you if you won, then everybody wanted to come and see you and talk to you. and. I remember the first time I won one of those, Brent Kading, he waited until I was changing in the trailer, and I got down to just my underwear, and he came in and grabbed me and threw me over his shoulder and tossed me into one of the lakes that was on the infield there. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was fun to race at home, and, and especially since we did well there. Gosh, I think we won every race we finished. The very first race we ran there was in Tex Countryman's car, and the right front brake locked up. And so we came in and we spent, I think, three or four laps in the pits fixing the, or just taking the, the brake off and went back out and passed everybody on the racetrack. And I know George Snyder, when I went by him, they said, don't worry, he's about three laps down because he knew uh, he hadn't passed me. So we had passed everybody in the field that day, which really felt good. And then one with Bob Consani's car, the next year and rich vogler was actually leading that race and clipped a tire on the infield and snapped the front end which gave me the lead to go on and win that race you mentioned some legends the kading family george schneider you also had a chance to race with jimmy oski yes uh i used to go down to ascot as much as i could because i knew those guys were tough and Ascot was a tough racetrack to go in there and win. I, 
I didn't have a steady ride for down there. They usually started their season before we did. So I would get a call from somebody that didn't really have uh, the best race car in the world, but I just wanted to go to Ascot and learn from those guys. And that's when Jimmy Oski, he was one of the guys to beat. There was a lot of fast racers down there, Knopf Singer and Rick Dowdy. They had plenty of fast cars there, and it's a good place to learn how to race sprint cars. On the World Outlaw Trail, you had a chance to run with one of our Minnesota drivers, Craig Delansky. Yes, Craig, he was an excellent racer. Uh, I mean, uh, through all of his racing, he won several World of Outlaw races. I think he won an all-star championship. He was always really fast. And his son actually came out and did our, our racing school in Marysville and tried to pursue his racing career. But Craig was so busy out on the road, he couldn't spend a lot of time with his son, which makes it tough. You know, there's only so many hours in the day. And But yeah, Craig was Craig was a good guy, good dad, great racer. The Knoxville Nationals. What are some of your favorite memories of the Nationals? Uh, my best memory was, I think it was 83. I won the preliminary night, uh, and it was opening night, and it was in uh, the Bailey Brothers' car. And then that put us towards the front of the feature on Saturday night. And we were running as well as third, finally broke a torque tube, which it kind of broke in in an odd place. It was kind of in the middle of the, the torque tube material. And so we didn't finish that year, but that was probably my best best memory from the Nationals. Minnesota's Brooke Tantnell spent two months in Australia racing this winter. He is a former winner of the grand annual Sprint Car Classic at Premier Speedway. You also are a former winner. Talk about some of those crazy adventures in Aussie land. Oh, well, there's a lot of good stories about Australia, and, and the classic that I won was the opener, and they had the biggest post-race party at that track of any track I've ever been to. And uh, I remember one year they were uh, taking fuel drums that had fuel left in them and they would undo the cap and let the fuel run out and light it on fire. And I expected the fire to go up into the drum and just explode. And it never did. And guys would sit on the drum while it was blowing fire out the back and it looked like they were riding on a rocket. And then I remember Max Dumpsney's son, who is racing now, being towed on a piece of sheet metal around the pits by a quad, and it was swinging out around the back of the quad, just barely missing race cars and toolboxes. Yeah, it, it was just crazy, Every, and everybody had a good time. You were still partying until the sun came up there. Many fans remember you because of your Design 500 racewear suits you wore. Yeah, um, I started looking at everybody's uniform, and they were all the same. You know, everybody just had one color, usually red or black or, or white. And so I was getting my uniforms from James Stanley, who owns Design 500 race uniforms in Seattle. And so I said, hey, let's put some color and do some different designs on this. And he was all for it because he could see a big marketing ploy there. And so we started designing some different uniforms and it helped his sales and it kind of turned things around. Everybody started doing more creative works with their uniforms and more colors. And so 
I was glad to kind of be on the ground floor of that. Bob Baker, the executive director of the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, especially enjoys your stories about the backyard cart track. Oh, the track that we have now, yeah, I have 40 acres, and for a long time I had a motocross track there, and it was three-quarters of a mile around the, the track, and you don't have to watch motocross very long to see that people are going to get injured there. And so finally I was worried about getting sued from somebody being hurt on my property, so we decided we'd better go to four wheels and on a on oval track. So we started with these go-karts, and everybody just bought Harbor Freight engines and then found out you can buy different cams and stroker cranks and carburetors and intakes. So they started going faster and faster. And then we flipped a couple of them between Isaiah Vasquez's grandmother and my wife. They decided you guys better put cages on these things. So we put cages on all our carts because evidently we didn't have sense enough to do that. So now usually three days a month, There'll be like 10, 15 guys that bring carts out, and uh, I, have a, I have a water truck that has a side sprayer, and so I can spray just the top of the racetrack and just the bottom groove. So it's got two grooves, and then the middle of the racetrack is loose, dry dirt, so it makes a good track condition for slide jobs. And, and our unwritten rule is if you're leading the pack, you have to run the top, and it leaves you open for a slide job or somebody to work the bottom and pass you. And then when they get by you, they have to move to the top, and then you dive dive bomb them back. And so it's not a sanctioned race. We don't line up and race. We just go out there and hot lap with each other because once you call out a race, then everybody's going to – they're going to uh, – you're going to see a lot more contact, a lot more aggression, and we just want to keep it fun. So we keep it down to just hot lapping with each other. The travel and drudgery of racing. You found out that when you slowed down and enjoyed it more, you actually became a better driver. Yeah, I did. I think sometimes you work so hard at it and you forget to have fun and it just becomes a job. And it's not an easy job. You ask anybody that's out there on the road, it's a tough way to make a living. But we all do enjoy it. And so, yeah, once I uh, relaxed, then I could pick and choose. I started running more midget races that were fun, especially on, on the short tracks that started doing the Silver Crown. It seemed like when I was more relaxed and doing it because I wanted to do it, not because it was it was a job, I started having uh, I started having better success, I think, and certainly a lot more fun. And you talk about it being a job. I saw a story last fall, Brady Bacon on the side of the road, and he had the engine out of the motor home and was working on putting the motor back in. And just the other day, I saw some melted wires in the motor home, and now he's the motor home electrician. It's not only driving and racing and feeding the family, but it's also keeping on going down the road. Oh yeah, you just you do whatever you have to do to to get to the race because if you're not there, you're not going to have any results, uh, any paycheck at, at the end of the night. So you work really hard. Yeah, we've all had some crazy stories on the road. Uh, I was driving for uh, Weikert Livestock, and 
we were on our way to a race in Wilmot, Wisconsin on a Wednesday night and got to Ohio somewhere. And, and we had a, uh, it was called a Centurion and it was a aftermarket Ford van. And it had adapters on the rear duels because that model of truck never came with duels. Well, I took the first shift and Fred Grenable was in the back seat and I was getting ready to pull off at the next exit. And I came to a bridge and the rear duels on the right rear decided to break off and, and leave the truck. And so I wasn't exactly sure what happened. I just knew the truck was trying to turn sideways and there was a bunch of scraping and we were able to get it to the other side of the bridge. So we spent the rest of the day trying to find brake drums, brake shoes, all the things that are bolted to the rear axle to stop the truck. And then it came down to an adapter to put the duels on and could not find an adapter anywhere. So ended up, we missed the race in Wilmot. We had to drive the truck up to White Pigeon, Michigan to buy the adapter to put the duels on. So then we went back and picked the trailer up and went home to Pennsylvania and raced the next weekend. But uh, yeah, that's some of the things that happen on the road. You found out about being inducted into the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame in a very interesting way. Oh, yeah. I was in New Zealand racing sprint cars, and me and several people were redoing the racetrack because the track was real rough and it had a lot of sand under the base. And so we dug the sand out and we had a day off. And the guy that had one of the dump trucks asked if I wanted to go on a motorcycle ride. I go, oh God, I'd love to, because there's some great places to see in the Auckland area. And so we get this, get go get this motorcycle and it's just exactly like the motorcycle I own at home, same model, Harley-Davidson Wide Glide. So we stopped and we're eating uh, lunch before we go on this ride. And this guy's phone rings because I didn't have a phone. And he hands it to me. And it was Tom Smay. He's calling from the uh, Hall of Fame. So I said, well, Tom, I have two questions. One, how did you ever find me? Because I'm eating... Asian food in Auckland, New Zealand, and he says, "Well, he says that was quite a quite a job." He says, "I it took a few calls to to find you," and I says, "My second question is, why are you calling me?" He says, "Well, I'm calling you to tell you you're being inducted into the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame this year, so I'm just calling to let you know." So, yeah, that brightened up my day. We had a great ride that day, and yeah, it was. Uh, for any racer, I think that's probably a, one of the biggest thrills is at the end of the year career, you find out that they, people did notice that you were doing kind of a good job out there anyway. You want to be known as a racer, not just a driver. Explain that statement. Well, a driver means somebody else is paying the bills, doing the work, and you're showing up to drive a racer is a guy that knows how to work on the race car. He knows how to adapt his setup to fit the track conditions he's running under. He's good in traffic, a good qualifier, good at setting his car up, reading the tire wear. 
you know, just everything that it takes to go out and do a good job in the race car, not just be, be a driver and come in and, and complain about what the car is not doing. And so that's what I consider a racer. And I really respect the guys that are out there that do it that way. I would like to be uh, known as, as a racer. Jimmy, what a great career. You are definitely a sprint car racing legend, and I highly recommend if any of the listeners can get their hands on Life with Luke by Dave Argabright. That would be a great book for them to read, and thank you so much for taking your time to be with us here on The Dirt Show today. Oh, thank you very much, and I know everybody that uh, that read the book said they, they had a blast. I know people that have read it in two days and loved every every page they turn so yeah it's just a fun book it's not about me winning a a lot of races or my career it's about just the fun that you've had and you can laugh at yourself packaging the impossible inside the possible through service quality and expertise hi this is holly the new general manager at foam craft packaging we are your foam and wood packaging experts in minnesota if you are a business owner or in charge of your packaging we want to talk to you we specialize in designing and manufacturing wood crates pallets and foam inserts and are here to help keep your products protected in transit we are here to help you visit us at at foamcraftpackaging.com. At Arrow Race Wheels, they put their customers first and appreciate the loyalty the racers have for the company. Arrow Race Wheels is willing to work with anyone who has a question or problem. The only way to stay on top is to listen to the people putting us there. If you want to run with the winners, see arrowracingwheels.com or call 888-895-2376 today. BP Racing Fuels is proud to be recognized as a world leader in race fuel technology. BP's fuels have a well-deserved reputation for power and consistency, winning championships in every form of motorsports for more than 40 years. Whether sportsman or pro, methanol or gasoline, BP has a fuel to ensure optimum performance for your application. See the full line of BP's high-performance products online at vpracingfuels.com. At BP Racing Fuels, our passion is your performance. Rhino Ag offers the most complete rear blade line in the industry. Whether your tractor has 30 or 300 horsepower, Rhino offers a blade to accomplish any task. Don't settle for the cheap imitations. Buy Rhino, building the best since 1934. Check out the full line of landscape and construction equipment today at rhinoag.com. If you have a vehicle accident, go with a professional. Bob and his staff at Midwest Collision are the definition of professionals. For over 42 years, they have dedicated their lives to collision repair along with the training, knowledge, and skills that come with the job. Go with the pros. Midwest Collision in Faribault. 507-332-2434. Midwest Collision. Here's one of the most incredible lubricating products ever made. Justice Brothers JB80. It's twice as good at lubricating just about everything around the home, shop, and your car. JB80 has a penetrating action that goes straight to the problem areas and even the tightest places. Try JB80, the incredible spray lubricant that's twice as good. And it's guaranteed to satisfy or your money back. See our display at Runnings. Tell them Ed Justice Jr. sent you. Welcome back to our sponsor segment, and I am joined by Bob Baker, 
Executive Director of the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. And Bob, I know spring is finally in the air when I'm talking to you, and opening day is right around the corner. Clint, you're so right. It's great to be back on the program with you, and you are exactly right. In three weeks, Knoxville Raceway will open the season on Saturday, April 15th, with three classes of sprint cars, the 410s, 360s, and the Pro Sprints. All wing sprint cars will be racing every Saturday night, and we're excited for the season opener and to get some warmer weather in here, too. I also know you have an incredible floor display on one of the historic tracks out in Pennsylvania, and today's guest, Hall of Fame sprint car driver Jimmy Sills, raced out there with the Pennsylvania Posse over the years. He sure did. Jimmy's one of our Hall of Fame inductees and a great guy. He's always got lots of good stories to share with us, and we're looking forward to our track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway exhibit, which opens up here in the museum on May the 1st. We've got 10 of the iconic race cars that raced at Williams Go Speedway are going to be with us for the display. We've got Todd Schaefer's race car, car from Doug Wolfgang, Freddie Raymer, Lynn Paxton's race car, a Van May race car, Smokey Snell Baker's cars already here in our staging building waiting for the display to open up, a Jan Opperman race car, a Tommy Hinnerschitz race car, a Ted Horn car, and a John Gerber car. So, Ten of the race cars are raced at Williams Grove Speedway to help tell the story of the history of Williams Grove Speedway. And, of course, with our exhibits, in addition to just the race cars, we'll we'll also have the driver uniforms, the videos that go with those cars to kind of help tell the story of Williams Grove Speedway to everybody. So we're looking forward to having the Pennsylvania Posse fans and all the other fans from across the Midwest visit us and learn more about Williams Grove Speedway. The exhibit will be with us from May 1st through October 1st. So we're looking forward to having it here for the summer months through the race season. Bob, you also have tickets available for one of the greatest events on the planet for me. I know I talked to Jody a while back. She gave me a call, and we have our tickets already sitting on my dresser ready to go. But your Hall of Fame induction banquet coming up on Saturday afternoon, June 3rd, just standing in that room with all of those legends gives me goosebumps. I tell you, that is the highlight of the year for us. I know, you know, the Knoxville Nationals brings a lot of people to Knoxville and to our museum, but our induction banquet weekend is coming up on Saturday, June the 3rd, really is the highlight of the season for us, where we induct the new inductees into the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. And, of course, we have our inductees, Pat Sullivan and Dave Argerbright, as our MCs, who always add to the festivities. And this year we'll have the USAC Sprint Cars racing on both Friday night and Saturday night with our induction banquet. So if we have a minute, Clint, I'd really like to mention each of our new inductees' names. Our new inductees into the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame this year include Ken Hamilton, Chad Kemenaw, Corey Kruzman, Bobby Marshall, Joey Saldana, Johnny Caples, Paul Hazen, Tommy Sanders, Max Dolder, Alan Kreitzer, Ralph Shaheen, Johnny Vance, and Joey Ray is our pre-1970 veteran inductee this year. Bob, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is one of my favorite places. If anybody would like to get involved and become a member, there are a lot of great benefits for being a member. Or if they'd like to find out any more information about these events we just talked about, what's the best way to do that? 
You know, you can always reach us toll-free on our toll-free number at 1-800-874-4488 or call the museum at that number anytime. We're open seven days a week. Our website has plenty of this information with the inductees, and our website is sprintcarhof.com. And then if anybody would be interested in any merchandise from our store, we have an online store at sprintcarstuff.com. So plenty of ways to get a hold of us, both on the phone to talk to a real person and online to learn more about the Hall of Fame, our induction banquet, and our museum store. Bob, it's a blast having you back on the show. I know it's springtime now and can't wait to talk to you throughout the racing season. Clayne, thank you so much for having us on the Dirt Show each and every time and every year that we're with you. We look forward to having you and your family and friends with us for our induction banquet. We'd like to encourage everybody listening. If, if you're interested in the induction banquet, it's probably the most fun that you'll have in Knoxville all season. Again, it's this year, Saturday, June 3rd. 12 o'clock, we have a nice sit-down luncheon from the Rib Shack, and then we begin our inductions at 1 o'clock. It lasts about two hours, and it's, as I say, the best day of the year for us here at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. Now is the perfect time to schedule that spring chemical application, lawn aeration, or landscape project. Wolf & Sons Yard Service also provides spring yard waste cleanup to get those branches and leaves off your grass for a beautiful lawn this season. Contact Wolf & Sons today at 455-3524. They even provide recycled asphalt for your driveway or crushed rock for driveways or to widen those field driveways for your larger equipment. That's Wolf & Sons, 455-3524. If you'd like to win a brand new 2023 70th anniversary Z06 Corvette with the Z07 Performance Package and $25,000, visit winaz06corvette.com for your chance to win. You'll not only be able to get tickets to win this stunning 2023 vet, but you'll also be supporting the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. This 2023 70th anniversary Z06 Corvette comes in white pearl tricoat metallic with satin gray stripes and is a fundraiser for the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. So if you'd like a chance to be driving this new 2023 Corvette Stingray this August, visit winaz06corvette.com for your chance to win. Our winaz06corvette.com will be drawn for on Saturday, August 19th. Good luck in the drawing. Fast shafts. Drive shafts are used by Jake Tim, Tom Barry Jr., Derek Ramirez, Kyle Strickler, Jonathan Davenport, Derek Green, Dalen Murdy, and more. And they currently build drive shafts for 90% of the major chassis builders. Fast shafts is also a longtime title sponsor of the IMCA Fast Shafts All Star Invitational at the IMCA Super Nationals and support a number of competitive series nationwide. Buy directly from Fast Shafts or from their network of dealers. Shipping daily across the country or worldwide. See FastShafts.com. Why choose powder coating over liquid paint finishes? Maximum durability. Extreme Powder Coating offers a scientific process that uses electricity and heat to bake the colorful finish deep into your product. Extreme can deliver media blasting, impact-resistant epoxy primers, and durable powder coat applications to meet your needs. Custom colors and exhaust coatings are available also. Visit ExtremePowderCoating.net for more information. We can all think back to the first time we experienced real horsepower. Hi, this is Corey at Byers Engine Service. 
Whether it's that pin-you-in-the-seat feeling of a big-block Chevy, the roar of a healthy 340, or the joy of a perfectly tuned flathead. Here at Byers Engine Service, we service them all. Strip to street, dirt track to asphalt, or just cruising the strip. Stop by and check us out at 2915 20th Street Southeast in Rochester. Or call 507-282-5586. Big jobs on big properties demand a big side-by-side. A side-by-side like the first ever Honda Pioneer 1000 Deluxe Crew. This flagship model delivers serious power and performance where you need it most. Even more, it offers best-in-class comfort for six occupants with backseat legroom beyond compare. As for build quality, well, let the Honda name speak for itself. Head to Trimble's in Austin, Minnesota and see the all-new Pioneer 1000 Deluxe Crew today. Trimble Cycle Center in Austin, USA's second oldest Honda dealer. Welcome back here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by Zach from Fairmont Raceway. And Zach, I think there's a lot of fans, a lot of drivers, and a lot of sponsors out there that would like to say thank you. Thank you for coming on board and taking on promoting at Fairmont Raceway, keeping this beautiful historic track up and running. And last year was the first year that had to be a learning curve for you the first year out. Yeah, it was uh, It was quite the learning experience. You can't get a better education without jumping headfirst into it, I always say. Got to figure it out as you go type of deal, but it went well. It uh, well enough that we're, we're back this year and making an even bigger investment into it than last. We got the fairboard replacing a bunch of lights and some new sheds built and some new dirt put on the racing surface, so... We're going to continue forward with the same approach as last year. Just keep fixing and keep trudging forward. I hear this from so many people. It is such a rarity to get a race in here in Minnesota in the month of April when you look back at how many cancellations there are. You have your schedule actually kicking off opening night, May 5th. We do. We did have some April races planned earlier in the year in November. But with the lights and the dirt work that we need to do and as uh, unbearable of a winter as we've had, we're just not going to be able to make those work. We're going to try that again next year, but hopefully all this white stuff is gone by May 5th and we can hit the ground running for the year and have another successful season. Lots of big events planned, too. We brought the Tri-State Late Models in for two shows this year instead of just one. They're always entertaining to watch. You talk about the history of late models at Fairmont Raceway, there are so many legendary drivers that have run on that track. And to get those late models there twice this year and get the late model fans back out to Fairmont Raceway, that's a big deal. Yeah, I was excited to be able to secure another night with Tri-State. I really like the program they have going. I really like their drivers. They're a pretty good little series. I think they do. I think, I think Mike does a great job with it. And they're actually going to race for more money this year. They're going to race for 2400 to win. So we did increase their purse quite a bit to hopefully pull a bigger field of cars. And then we're working around a few other big shows so they, there shouldn't be any, any competition. So it's a great draw for us and be able to do them again twice next year. Another thing you get as an area business owner is supporting the people around you, the communities around you. You have Legends Night. You've got Kids Bike Night. You've got Salute to Ag teacher appreciation, Hall of Fame, 
back to school night. All of those events are so important in your area and those people's lives. It's really cool that you have special nights dedicated to each and every one of them. I look at the racetrack as more than just a racetrack, I guess. It's a it's an outlet to give back to the community, draw everybody in. We have the room to draw people in and bring recognition to the people that deserve it. I didn't take this on just as a racing enthusiast. I took this on as a community enthusiast, and I think the whole community can see that and get behind those events. The teacher appreciation was something I added mid-year last year. We gave away over $5,000 to area teachers. I think the greatest part was the grand prize was $500 gift card. She was her first year teacher got back into the school district where she graduated from and she was super excited for that and it it really made her year it really helped her get a good start to that the extra things they buy for their classroom where the budgets don't cover bike night we gave away 75 bikes last year and those are all locally sponsored so everybody can purchase a bike for anywhere between 50 to 100 dollars and then we we raffle those off to everybody in attendance always well received that's come for quite a few years Backpack night, I think we did over 200 CNB operations, really stepped up to help us do that. CNB operations came in and helped hand the bags out and do that. We hope this year that we fundraise enough backpacks that every child there will leave with a backpack this year. One lucky winner last year, Beamer Companies donated an iPad. She left with an iPad hidden in her backpack, so I thought that was a pretty cool thing to do. So, yeah, there's a lot of excitement at the Fairmont Raceway. There's a lot of community members stepping up and seeing what we're doing and helping us with what we're setting out to do here. And I I think we'll have another successful year because of that. I absolutely feel the same way. If they'd like more information on Fairmont Raceway or print one of these schedules off like I'm holding in my hand and going to hang up at my desk, what's the best way to do that, Zach? Go to our website, fmtraceway.com. The schedule there is posted. Follow along on my race pass. We do use the app. It is free to spectators to download. You can follow all of your favorite racetracks there. Facebook is our main means of communication at Fairmont Raceway on Facebook. You'll find more information there and uh, more timely information there. It seems like that's the easiest for us to update and stay ahead on. One thing to note this year, we do have a lot of Fridays, but we still do have some of our Wednesday shows in the middle of the summer. We're going to try this hybrid schedule a little bit, see how it works, and we'll fine-tune as the years go on. And if we find any room to add any shows this year, they may pop up as well. Zach, thank you so much for being with us here on The Dirt Show today. Thank you, Clayton. Have a great season. When one of your appliances breaks down, you need help and you need it fast. Contact Sorensen's Appliance Service. Racer owner Ben Bainey and racer Travis Underdahl service the entire cow's listening area. Sorensen's Appliance Service. People you know that will get your appliances serviced with trained technicians. Contact them today at 256-7766. That's 256-7766. Shevland Enterprises, your locally owned and operated sanitation and recycling service, offers the highest quality garbage removal, trash pickup services, and roll-off dumpsters at great rates. Commercial, residential, construction, and industrial trash removal and recycling in Owatonna and the surrounding areas in Dodge and Steel Counties. Contact Shevland Enterprises today, and new customers will get six months for the price of four if you prepay. Call 528-9900. That's 528-9900. Bulldog Coating specializes in concrete coating as well as concrete restoration and repair. 
Bulldog coatings provide a durable finished floor that is both easy to maintain and adds value to your home. Unique Patenton Bulldog coatings are used for garage floors, interior flooring, pool deck, patio, and sidewalk applications. Installed in as little as one day. Come see more of what we're about at the Twin Cities Auto Show, March 31st through April 8th at the Minneapolis Convention Center. Visit us at BulldogCoatingsMN.com. Welcome back to our special segment here on The Dirt Show, and it is always a pleasure to be joined by Speed the Sauce Man from Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasonings. And Speed, right now I feel like I'm talking to the most popular guy on the planet. Well, yeah, my birthday was actually March 1st, and we hooped and hollered about three different times, and the 22nd of March was the last one. Me and a friend of mine, Jim Quirk, both hit 85 in March and went through school together and got in trouble together. And so we had a party here at the local tavern, had about 150 people in and had a few drinks and food and just had a fun time playing. So I feel pretty lucky to make it to 85 and still be going. I never thought I'd make it to 25 when I was about 18. And then I thought when I hit 30, why would anybody 50 years old buy any green bananas or a new car? Because they wasn't going to live long enough to enjoy either one anyway. But now at 85, I feel different. But uh, I'll tell you what, I got a good recipe, you know, at Easter right around the corner. My favorite one, take a bone-in ham. If you got a smoker, you can do it without a smoker. But i tell you what, a smoker adds so much flavor. Take that bone-in ham, put it in one of those foil throwaway pans and put it in your smoker. And the reason I do it that way is I want to retain the juice. And set your smoker at 215, depending on how big your ham is, but it'll be in there four to six hours. But then take the juice off of that, drain the juice off, and make your ham gravy out of that. And then glaze it with our Western-style barbecue sauce with a mixture of that, and then mix some maple syrup in with it, and a little bit of either lemon or lime juice, and glaze the ham with that. I'll tell you what, plain, you're in for a tasty treat. And what really goes good to go right along with it is... uh, pineapple cheese casserole that if you got my cookbook it's on page 82 but it's real easy to take a can of pineapple either the chunks or the tidbits and drain the juice off and a cup of shredded cheddar cheese and then take the juice and put a tablespoon of flour in with it three quarter of a cup of sugar to a boil and then dump the pineapple chunks and the shredded cheese in the bottom of an eight by eight casserole dish pour that mixture of pineapple juice sugar and flour that you just bring it to a boil Pour that over the top of it and then top it with some buttered breadcrumbs and pop it in the oven about 350 degrees for about oh, 20 or 30 minutes because everything is cooked in it and serve that with a ham. And I'll tell you what, Clayne, that really makes for a happy Easter, let me tell you. And Speed, we will be back again throughout the season with great tailgating recipes for the racetrack or the campground to make everybody around you jealous. How can they find out more? about cookies, barbecue, sauces, and seasonings products? Plain easiest way to do it is just go to the old cookiesbbq.com. There's all kinds of recipes on there, including this pineapple cheese casserole, but they can also order cookbooks and everything too right off of that. But the old cookiesbbq.com, and I'd like to wish all the listeners out there a very happy Easter and a prosperous 2023. 
for 50 years. Reuse and recycle is not a new concept to us. Michigan Auto Parts has been recycling your old vehicles since the Beatles were still together. Just call us and we'll send one of our friendly drivers right to you and haul away your old retired vehicle. Scrap prices are up, so it's a good time to clean up those unwanted vehicles and get money in your pocket. Give us a call at 507-684-2100 or online at Mizgin.com. Mizgin Auto Parts, in God we trust. Partnering with hog and cattle producers throughout the United States, Altenburg Construction has almost 30 years of experience in the slat replacement business. Altenburg Construction also uses a custom wash bay to ensure biosecurity to protect your herd. Whether you need an entire site or a single slat, stop into one of their two locations in Louisville, Minnesota or Zering, Iowa. Call 888 5-2210 or see altenburgconstruction.com Welcome to the Dirt Track segment brought to you by Cookie Sauces and Seasonings. Last weekend, many of our area drivers made the tow to Humboldt, Kansas to race at the King of America. In the heat races, it was Dan Ebert, Jake O'Neill, Jim Chisholm, Caden Carter, Terry Phillips, and Zach Vanderbeek. In the B-Mains, Ricky Thornton Jr., Tanner Mullins, and Johnny Scott, and in the 60-lap King of America A-Main, it was our local driver, Dan Ebert, number 60, taking a checkered flag over Terry Phillips. If your classic isn't so classic, bring it into Auto Trim Design of Oatana. We can fix the upholstery, the carpet, replace a sagging headliner, make your old car look new again, make your seats comfortable again. Whether it's a classic car, work truck, boat, or anything else that moves, we can fix the upholstery and make your ride like new. And we work on convertibles. We're located in Otana at 3275 Old Highway 14, one mile west of Walmart. Get more muscle for your money with Dixie Chopper Lawn Mowers. We've been handcrafting the toughest and fastest zero-turn mowers for over 40 years. Dixie Chopper offers a full line of residential, commercial, and industrial mowers to meet every customer's needs. Visit your local Dixie Chopper dealer today or visit online at DixieChopper.com. Toner's Lake Carding Facility offers dirt oval carding at its finest. Hot laps start at noon on Sundays, followed by great kart racing from rookies to pros. Admission is always free, and pit passes are only 5 bucks. Come out and enjoy some exciting, safe, and fair kart racing at a well-organized facility. Toner's Lake Karting, located northwest of Wasika in a beautiful rural setting next to Toner's Lake. See tonerslakekarting.org for more details. The difference between a Hitchman fire suit and others? The difference is safety. All Hitchman fire suits are made with materials that are permanently fire resistant. That's why Nomex remains the standard. The difference is experience and innovation. Hitchman started the racing suit industry over 80 years years ago. The difference is quality, value, and customer service. Your suit is an investment in your safety, and Hitchman is committed to giving you the safest and best racing suit, along with friendly personal service. Hitchman, why settle for anything less? Founded by Jesse Olson in 2004, Medieval Chassis was formed to fulfill a need for better engineered race cars. Medieval Chassis' new state-of-the-art facility has made it a leader in the stock car racing industry and multi-time national champions. The use of a fiber tube laser, CNC tube bender, and flat laser allows Medieval Chassis to engineer and produce a chassis that exceeds all others in performance and adjustability. Find out more today at MedievalChassis.com. 
Mark Noble. Martin Truex Jr. Kenny Schrader. Doug Wolfgang. Bobby Enser. Doug Hilson. Tyler Walker. Jerry. Brad Daniel. Johnny Parsons Jr. Hi, this is Harvey West, and you've been listening to The Dirt Show. See you at the races.